Welcome back to the Rhubarb and Custard podcast. I'm Jojo Smith, aka Rhubarb. And I'm Rosie Wood, aka Custard. This podcast is all about business, branding, confidence and wonky crowns. It's a safe, unapologetic space for business owners and wannabe business owners. If you want to take part in the conversation and help us figure out whether rhubarb is in fact a fruit or a vegetable, you can find us on Instagram at underscore rhubarb and custard. Either way, we're good for you. Hi five. It's episode five, guys. And if you are returning, we are super grateful and super happy. We have been watching and you are downloading and you are listening to our fabulous podcast. Rosie, what a week. I know. I know. It's been it's been incredible to see to launch and then to see the feedback and get messages from people telling us that they've listened and it's brilliant and like that they love it and to see the the downloads racking up and up and up and up like it's what a privilege what a privilege to like I'm sat on my bed right now recording this episode just having a chat with Joe. what an absolute privilege <laughs> oh you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> I am um, I don't know about you right but be honest how many times have you listened to it Oh, uh, do you know, probably I've listened to the Double Dare and I think that's the only episode. I just, I can't do it, which is really strange because I'm the person, like when I post my stories on Instagram, I watch those back and I watch back my lives and stuff, but I can't listen to this podcast. <laughs> well, I have, right? And the best thing is that the one day I was listening to it, I don't know if I've said this in a previous episode, maybe I have, but just goes to show that it's true. I listen to it and I go, oh, that's really good. Oh, hold on a minute. I said that. <laughs> I think that's really good advice. And I'm like, yes, yes. And I'm nodding and agreeing. And I'm like, oh my God, this is me and Rosie. <laughs> it's really, really strange. It's a little bit surreal. And for anybody else out there thinking of doing a podcast, do it. Because yeah. actually it it just, it is a really nice thing because it's a nice catch up for us as well. Mm. So this episode is episode five. Welcome back. As I've already said, this episode today is called just say no. And for anybody that remembers way back in the day, Grange Hill, that was actually a song by Zamo. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but if you do, drop us a message and say, yes, you're in the same age bracket as me. Rosie, shush. You're, you're, you're not as old as me. <laughs> so this is the starter section of the podcast where we just have a little catch up about the week. It's been an exciting week. We've had courage. We've stepped out. Rosie, oh, stop what have we it. done this week? Stop it. We're going to Barcelona. Barcelona! I put it on the calendar and all guys' friends think I'm a bit of a jet setter now. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we need to explain this Barcelona. Um, we were talking about courage and confidence last week and just doing things scared. I don't know if that empowered us because, I mean, we do do that kind of thing anyway. We do step out of our comfort zone. but. We got an invitation. Well, I got an invitation very early hours of the morning um, last week. I got a message from Danny Wallace saying that they were looking to do some R&R and get out to Barcelona, book some flights, just take the ball by the horns and do this thing. Did I fancy it? I was like, do I ever booked on? This thing then grew slightly bigger. (laughs) 
<laughs> slightly. It's huge now. We're going to char- have to charter a plane in a minute, I think. <laughs> wow. I mean, did you see when Pretty Little Thing made their plane pink? I'm like, I'm here for that, but I don't think I don't think it will go <laughs> pink. But anyway, so this invitation, Danny then extended this invitation out to say, look, you know, if you're an independent business and it's been a tough time, we all just need a bit of space. We're going to go and hang out in Barcelona. And before she knew it, where are we at, Rosie? How many? I think it's it's 40 something, isn't it? I'm sure it's 40 something. I think Danny thinks we're gonna be in around about the sort of like 50, 60 mark that Mental. people just literally went on and booked. So if anybody ever I, I don't know if anybody else gets this. You know, when you've got a you've got to plan a Hindu or a party or just a family meal and people won't make a decision. Right. And you're like, oh, well, we can't go there because of this. Danny and Deep, literally, this is uh, Deep Pat. She, they decided to do this. They put it out there, said which the flight details were. People have just got on and done it. They've just yeah. taken the leap. It's been it's amazing. Crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And then you messaged me and were like, are you coming? And honestly, like I'd looked, but we've got the retreat on the 22nd, haven't we? And I was thinking like, we get setters. honestly, guy shaves his head right now. And I was thinking if I go away four nights for the retreat and then try and do three nights the week before, he's not going to need to shave his head when I get back because he's not going to have any hair left leaving him with the kids. <laughs> Like he's, he's absolutely brilliant and he can more than cope. He's definitely not one of those dads that I need to leave like a list for, but I just felt like other way around, I'd be a bit like, mm, you're going to Barcelona on your own. <laughs> and leaving um, me here with the kids. <laughs> can, can we just put a caveat in there? You're not actually going to Barcelona on your own, are you, Rosie? Well, no, technically I'm not. But this, this, the thing is, I was thinking about it and I've put it in my, in my um, email out this week that like I'm an adult I'm 33 I've got two kids like I own a business I own a house like I've done you know I've done the things and yet for some reason the idea of driving an hour and a half up the up the M5 to Bristol airport to board a plane on my own for an hour and a half or whatever it is to Barcelona to then figure out the hour's journey from the airport to the hotel on my own terrifying absolutely terrifying (laughs) well I kind of I wasn't actually talking about that I was talking about the randomness of your next door neighbor oh yeah there is that as well (laughs) so for those of you that don't know just really really quick we talked about community um in one of our episodes and it just so happens that somebody within the business community by the name of Tom Stanhope a fabulous guy you might know him you might know him, um, happens to be Rosie's next door neighbour. I know. And the thing <laughs> is, like, it, so we moved into this house at the end of September last year. So we've been here nearly a year. And um, we're, we're, it's a terrace house. We've got neighbours cl- obviously quite close on both sides. And we'd got to know one set of neighbours, but not the others. Um, and we hadn't really even passed each other outside very often. And when we have, like either I'm rushing out with the kids or he's rushing out with the kids like you just sort of say morning and then that's it like that that's it I find this hilarious it's ridiculous isn't it (laughs) and then one day a parcel was delivered for next door um and I picked it up and I looked at it and it said Tom Stanhope on it I was like I know that name like what Tom Stanhope Plymouth I know that name 
Haven't and, we um, talked about Tom the week before? I don't know. Been, I think we had. We talked about Tom the week before because I I do tune into some of Tom's lives. Yeah, I'm in his Facebook group. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? So yes, yeah, so I picked it up and I went. I went and looked on. Uh, I went and looked on his on his social media and I was like, yeah, Tom Stanhope, Plymouth. Like, am I getting am I am I getting muddled up here? What's going? <laughs> so I messaged him and I was like really strange message but I think I'm your next door neighbor <laughs> oh yeah and yeah Tom Stanhope is my next door neighbor literally attached like terraced attached to my house next door neighbor and Tom is going to Barcelona and Tom's also coming to Barcelona so I'm going on holiday with the neighbors <laughs> It's hilarious, but Tom. I think Tom's flying from somewhere else, so it's not there like is. you don't get to. You're not going to have someone to do that journey with. I'm but, not meeting. I'm not going to meet him outside the front door at four o'clock in the morning to drive <laughs> to the airport. As as hubby waves you off, but in when you are an independent business, when you're an entrepreneur, you really need this skill. Rosie, mm. take it away. I knew you were going to say that. The thing is, I don't so. On the outside, I'm glad that it looks like on the outside I'm good at saying no because that's not honestly how I feel about saying no. And I am, I'm a huge people pleaser, really. And I am really, really good at promising too much, like to the point of overloading myself. Um, So learning to say no and implementing boundaries is, it's a recent thing for me. So when I first started my online business way back yon, way back yonder, way back years ago, um, I was like, what was a, I didn't even know what boundaries were. Like if you said to me, have you got boundaries? I would have looked at you blankly. And, Do you mean my lawn? <laughs> yeah. Like there's a fence outside. Is that what you mean? That was, that was, <laughs> that was my definition. And, but because of that, everything in my life suffered like I had a really really flexible business that I could do anytime do from anywhere but still didn't have time to take a day off you know didn't have time to go for lunch with that person didn't have time to do the school holidays and it's a lot of reasoning as to why people actually do start their own businesses because they want to create a life that serves them they don't they don't want to be bound Mm. by the actual humdrum of working all the hours yet as a as an entrepreneur myself I've never worked so hard but that's because I love it and I really struggle to tear myself away from it Mm. I am working on my balance and boundaries and I made a really conscious effort since June Mm. I just want to say that when we say when I say you're really good at saying no right you are really good at saying no but in a really good way that doesn't feel like no it whether that is just because I have this huge respect for you and, you know, I don't feel, I don't feel like you're, I just know you well enough to know that you're not saying it, no, in a horrible way, but you just have this really good way of doing it. And it's something I really aspire to be like, because I really struggle with saying no to people. And I think I just love this topic. Go on. Sorry, Rosie, I interrupted. I was just going to go back actually to what you said a minute ago about um, never having worked so hard as you have as an entrepreneur, but you do it because you love it. And I think that's, that's the case for so many of us because we're creating a business around our passion and around something that we 
love doing it's very easy for us to just continue but the reality is like unless you're single and aren't fussed about having friends your family probably don't love what you do as much as you do your family probably don't love that you'll sit there quite happily and work until god knows when or work through the weekends and not take a break like your physical health probably doesn't love that you'll sit there and just push yourself to the bone and your mental health probably doesn't either so as much as we as it's brilliant to do something that you could just do 24 7 like the kind of thing that you would do even if there wasn't any money in it it's not it's it's not the best way to do things or look it's at not things. healthy for it's not no. healthy and you would end up resenting where you are in the mm. long run it's, it's just no and it don't get me wrong there's a fine line between balance and boundaries and sacrifice that you do need to make in order to be an entrepreneur and make your business work yeah. so I think I think that's another uh, that's another episode is the sacrifices that you make because you definitely do and I think we need to recognize that but the balance and boundaries is just about knowing when to step away, which, like I say, I've struggled with. Mm. I just want to bring this in. One of the things that I did um, since we've last recorded is I got the opportunity to work with the fabulous Sarah Stone. And she gave me, she does creative feng shui, amongst other things. And the reason I wanted to work with Sarah wasn't necessarily for the business growth. It was for this side of the business for my balance and boundaries and for my own sustainability within my business, because I am well aware I cannot continue at the pace that Mm. I am going because it won't be sustainable and I won't last it, but I needed some help in that area. So mine was for really my, that back end of the business for me and my sustainability. One of the biggest tips, like smallest things she said, but has been a huge tip within balance and boundaries because if we're working from home as well which is what this podcast is you know hugely about you're in, you're in your home space so actually you don't ever get away from work either so she said to me um we had this we in my office we've got a light switch that was never finished and it's just an open socket and we have to turn the light on which is ridiculous we have to go into the utility to turn the light on in the bathroom for 10 years now I've been doing it we're all used to it it's only for strangers that it's weird so it's it's like that wonky tap that you have to turn a certain way to get the shower to run at the right thing so we had this and she said to me Joe, do you not have a light switch or anything that you you know in here and I was like no and she went well can we get this fixed my partner's face Jay's face just looked at it as if to say oh my god not that argument again right she's now ganging up on me right and she went it's okay she's or oh, just put a light switch on it she says I just want you to put something on it she's because as you come in I want you to switch it on even if it's not a real thing yeah right I want you to switch it on and as you leave I want you to switch it off or light a candle as you come in your office as you finish blow it out that is your way of kind of going start of the day the end of my day yeah and I literally went out the next day went to the pound shop bought myself a, a light switch doesn't work but it's there and he stuck it up there right and now when I walk in switch it on and when I walk out I switch it off and as stupid as that sounds just that little action yeah. actually mentally tells me that's my boundary yeah that's me done for the day yeah even though I still pick up my phone and I do some social media it's different to being in the office. Yeah. I just wanted to share that because just a little hack 
like that can actually Mm. give you a little bit of a boundary yeah that's a really good idea so for me I have I don't have that I have I have something similar though I'll rewind a little bit so when uh after Eva was born when we had a baby and a pandemic and we were both working from home we had to really really manage our time so this kind of grew out of that really because what we did then is we sat down and we mapped out the week and we looked at when my partner needed to be working and how much I needed to be working in order to sustain and run my business and we put it all on the calendar so he obviously got priority during office hours because he has obligate he's contractually obligated to those times Um, and then we fitted me in between so we had quite rigid hours um, and that's continued because it's proved so beneficial for us um so now it's on my eye calendar so at certain times of the day I get reminders and it's blocked out so for example my mornings are blocked out for school runs nursery runs that kind of thing and then I have um x amount of hours for work time then the end of my work time my family time begins and I get a reminder up on my screen when my family time begins um, and it pops up whether it's on my computer screen my phone my watch it pops up and it says family time love so, that so that's my my little mental trigger to go you shouldn't be working now if, if I sit there any longer I'm like you shouldn't be working now <laughs> what <are> you doing <laughs> it is well it's a- it, it, I just got a visual image of Tr- Mrs. Trunchbull standing there, tapping <laughs> her watch, going clock off. It is literally in my head. It just, it just play. It, it's, it's me guilting myself into getting up and walking away from my desk, and that's whether I've finished that, like what I was doing in that work or not. It's I'm- not even just like quality family time. It can be, I, I, I fancy incorporating a nap as part of my afternoon. You know, yeah. I'd love to have a lifestyle that allowed me to have a nap. Well, allow yourself a nap then. Do you know what? That's actually allowed. So yeah, this is a yeah. perk. All of these things are allowed. Like you don't have to kill yourself to be an entrepreneur. Like taking time for yourself, taking breaks, spending time with your family, taking days off, having a nap in the afternoon, you know, taking taking a day off to clean your house, taking time off to walk the dog, to go to the beach, to do, to actually live your life. Those things are allowed and they don't mean that you're any less committed. They don't mean that you're any less passionate. They don't mean that you're any less professional. It's just remembering that you do actually have a life outside of your business and you're allowed to be a part of that too. I think what's quite interesting is the fact that when you are an entrepreneur, like you said before, you mentioned you touched on the whole guilt thing, Mm. right? I do not know a single independent business owner that works just certain hours. I know you've got some scheduled hours. However, I guarantee you when you are doing a task at home or when you're in the shower, you are thinking about work. You are thinking about the next job. You are either picking a creative element or inspiration out of something, or you might just nip on your phone for social media after you've put the kids to bed. It's not rigid. And I think to have a nap in the after- afternoon, people might go, oh, they're really lazy or, oh, they do that. Well, do you know what? While other people might be going to that have that kind of nine to five lifestyle, might be going to bed at a certain time. That doesn't work in this world. 
you know, I was, I think I was looking for birthday presents for my daughter at midnight the other night because that was one of the first chances that I'd actually got because I was engrossed in working on something that was inspiration, inspirational. Yeah. So, you know, if that meant that the next mo- the next day that I need a nap at 12 o'clock. Then you need a nap at 12 o'clock. Then like, I need a nap, a nap at <laughs> yeah. There's a reel going around Instagram at the moment that's like, I didn't want to work a nine to five. So now I work 24 yeah. <laughs> seven. <laughs> and it's really true. Like where, like you say, whether you're physically working or not, you're probably still working in your head and you're probably <laughs> like, you're probably still lying awake at 11 o'clock at night thinking, Oh, I need to send that invoice. And when's that payment due? And, and, and those things are disturbing your time you know whether you've got boundaries in place or not they're still disturbing your time um 100%. so I, so yeah. that's where and this as a fairy godmother I'm I can grant things that's what I do I'm going to grant you permission all of you fabulous business owners or wannabe business owners I grant you permission to say no because and have boundaries because what you are actually doing is it is a 24-7 kind of mind thing. Mm. So to say no, it's allowed, permission granted, because it's not your, I think that for me, actually, I think I've just given myself a new hack. So the fact that you are working mind-wise 24-7 should absolutely alleviate any guilt for you ever to say no, because if it doesn't work for you at that point, then you know it's allowed it's okay (laughs) yeah but basically saying no is okay you're allowed to say no you are and it remember that it's a complete sentence you don't need to well this brings us to our little dessert doesn't it and our little dare at the end so our dare so this is this is the sweet treat this is the dessert this is the takeaway yeah so our dare to you this week is to say no, not intentionally to something that you want to do, obviously, but it might be an inquiry in your inbox that, that you don't feel overly aligned to. It might be a meeting that you're going to have to give up family time in order to go to, whatever it might be, just something that you think, mm, not really me. I think it's really important, right? Because one of my main things is we're going against one of my main core values and one of my main core values is say yes, but say yes to opportunity, <laughs> right? Say yes to opportunity that maybe scares you. What we're saying say no to is say no to the things that actually you don't want to do or you are going to struggle to do. Because let's face it, you are going to say yes to opportunities, which might mean you have to change something else that you've already got in your schedule. So you've actually got to say no to that rather than the thing that you want to say yes to. Yeah. So it's about balance and boundaries. The boundary is the same no. Say no to the things that you don't want to do that don't align with you or aren't going to fill you with joy. Say yes to the opportunities that, you know, may mean you've got to say no to the other thing. That's fine. The balance is just about understanding that you need a bit of both in your life. You need not just the work thing. And in order to get that balance, you need to learn to say no. And no is a complete sentence. Rosie, that I think is, 
I think that was a very powerful statement for you to just have in the back of your head to understand that. That's as basic as it is. You don't have to explain anything. You can say no without an explanation. Yeah, you definitely can. I've been practicing that myself because I'm always the, I've always been the no thank you because, you know, X, Y, and Z can't, you know, and then including two paragraphs of reasoning why I can't make something or whatever (laughs) it might be. We will be interviewing our first guest on the Rhubarb and Custard podcast next week. It will be available probably the following week. But keep listening. Keep sharing the love. Please recommend us to your friends, family and your postman because we are fun to listen to. People have really enjoyed the chemistry between Rosie and I. And we've it's been lovely to share our friendship with you guys and our expertise. Definitely follow us over on underscore rhubarb and custard on Instagram. Did I get that right, Rosie? Yeah, that's good. Uh, Definitely give us a follow, but also give us a comment and get in touch if there's anything you would like us to discuss. So it's bye from me, rhubarb. And it's goodbye from me, Custard. Barcelona. Barcelona.